And then you said something from the stage, and it was just one sentence, and it was something about, you know, God created that sunset for me to see. And I remember thinking, what does she know that I don't know? She just talked about God. Hey, it's Keith Stevens hanging out with Amy Grant on my podcast. I love that song, sharing about her music and how it's personally impacted others. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song. song. Well, Better Than a Hallelujah is such an honest song about coming to God as we are. You know, we all tend to beat ourselves up. We feel shame for things that we've done as though that's any surprise to God. And really, whenever I do something that I wish I hadn't done or have some attitude that I wish I didn't have, even if it's deep on the inside that nobody else can see, kicking myself anymore, I just go, you know what, pour it out to God, because He sees it. He's right here. And so, Better Than a Hallelujah is just a song version of that. It's a reminder that He wants our life. He wants our heart. Absolutely. We pour out our Oh, How the Years Go By has been used mm-hmm. in many a slideshow and <laughs> sound, oh, yeah. soundtrack to a video presentation um, yeah. at 30th, 40th, 50th uh, wedding anniversaries and beyond. Oh, yes. One time somebody asked, you could have dinner with five people. Space and time does not matter. Who would they be? And I said, absolutely. It would be my five children 50 years from now because I would love to see how they live their lives. Mm-hmm. And... You love them and let them go, but you sure love having a peek into who they are. Amy's music has been changing lives for decades. In fact, here's a little fellow friend in radio, Wheeze, who came to faith in Jesus just by hearing a song from Amy Grant. Well, I'm going to call this a full circle God moment. I have somebody uh, very special that God used in my life. In 1986, I was a teenager. I did not know that God was real. No clue. And um, I had made some really poor decisions in my life, as 17-year-olds tend to do. I was at work one night, just crying about some of those bad decisions. And I heard a song come on the radio. The song was called Love Will Find a Way. And I remember stopping and crying. Like, why am I, why am I crying? I know I've made these bad choices. Who is Amy Grant? What do these words mean? Next thing I know, somebody I know is taking me to see you in concert at the Unguarded tour. Uh, Amy, I'll never forget. I walked in that room. Now I know it was God's presence. I'm like, what am I feeling? What are these kids (laughs) doing raising their hands in the air? And then you said something from the stage and it was just one sentence. And it was something about, you know, God created that sunset for me to see. And I remember thinking, what does she know that I don't know? She just talked about God. Like he's real. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? And I, I think I bought everything at the merch table. I went home and I remember not knowing, you know, Jesus had died for me. But I said, you know what, God, I don't know what happened in that room, but would you reveal yourself to me? And Woo, that was brave. I know. That was brave. It was totally brave. Your yeah. song changed my life. That's incredible. I love, it says a lot about you 
Mm. that you um, had your hands firmly on your own wheel, you know, at 17 to steer yourself towards something that captivated you because, you know, we're all, I mean, we're all on a faith journey, whether, whether we know it or not. And, you know, I remember when I had made a lot of mistakes and my life was completely Mm. falling apart and it was, and I was invited to play on a Billy Graham stage and I got to see him privately, you know, they had like all these curtained off rooms backstage. And I said, I don't want this to come as a surprise to you. I'm headed for a divorce. Mm. And, um, and you know, I was never invited again to be on the stage because of their, the structure of how their rules went, wow. you know. Um, but he gave me a big hug and he said, you know, one of my kids has taken the long way home. It's all good. Mm. And... Yeah. It made me look at my kids differently, just with total confidence. God loves everybody the exact same. And, but I, that's amazing that that you started that conversation in a prayer. Would you show up? Because I don't know, I feel like so many, so many times we're on the cusp of something amazing and life-changing, but we don't take the next step to go, (laughs) are you... Are you there? Are you here? Are you, you know, whatever it is, uh, God or an opportunity or an adventure or anyway. What brings you the greatest joy in life? When are you happiest? When is Amy Grant the happiest? Oh, my goodness. You know what? I feel the greatest communication with my family, really. It can be my mom and dad, obviously Vince, my husband, who I love so much, my children, especially as they grow up. I had dinner with my son the other night, and he's 23, and he's in college. He rents a duplex, and I don't get to see him nearly as much as I wish. We text occasionally. He was exhausted. He kept yawning. I said, why are you so tired? And anyway, he had to get some like service learning hours for school. And he had volunteered at a shelter here in Nashville for families. He's good hearted. And he had spent the night at this shelter and played with children all day long. I mean, I I don't think I ever left him with his siblings (laughs) to babysit. But, you know, at 23... I was proud of him. I bet it changed him a little bit, too. Well, yeah. I mean, (laughs) every life experience that we go through that's slightly out of the box changes us, I think. Did you ever deal with insecurities, you know, on stage? And if so, how did you deal with them? When you love what you're doing, there's something about joy and anticipation that pushes you through nervousness. Mm -hmm. I was not confident because I thought I was good. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I missed a lot of notes. <laughs> but when you're doing something you love, you're energized for it. I love how music connects people. Mm-hmm. I love how energizing it is. I love how a song can remind us of something we used to feel or something that we believe in, or it can remind you of a certain time in your life. Um, I mean, there's so many reasons to not let yourself 
freeze up and get self-conscious. Right, right. I totally get that because it's like once you're up on stage, there's no turning back. And I have felt that myself. And I totally feel like, well, God, I'm in your hands and off we go whenever I do a stage appearance or do a presentation. Hey, Leslie, welcome to I Love That Song. You have a favorite song by Amy Grant? Well, my uh, favorite Amy Grant song, it's The Breath of Heaven. And you know what I figured out? It's not a Christmas song. It dawned on me that it wasn't Christmas when Mary was praying that prayer. And so for the first time, I listened to those lyrics and I thought, you know, whatever, whatever heavy thing we're carrying, whenever we're feeling cold and alone, and weak, and I just thought, you know, I've sung it a million times, and I've sung Breath of Heaven, and suddenly I went, that's the Holy Spirit. Amy, you and Michael W. Smith are really icons in the Christian music industry. Uh, What has your relationship looked like? We started touring together long before either one of us had any family. I think the first tour I did with him, I wasn't even married, and that was married the first time. I mean, a lot of water has gone under the bridge, Mm -hmm. and... Um, like I said, we've been friends all that time, but we haven't spent concentrated time together. I think there's probably a trust there because you go back so far. Absolutely, yes. It's different because I didn't meet Michael till I was in college. I always laugh and say, the friends that you make before you go through puberty really know you. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, you're unselfconscious. Yes. And who you are as a as a child, it's a different version, but you are who you are the minute you're born. I mean, life does change us, but, you know, daydreaming piddlers <laughs> as children usually wind up being creative people. But it's true. When you go back that far, friends from way back when, before life really took off, if you have friends that you still have from back then, you're really, really rich and really blessed because those are the people who know you and love you and accept you for who you are before everything. Did you ever find at times when you travel, did you ever get lonely or do you still get lonely and how do you deal with it? Well, when I travel, the band that I travel with feels like family, your road family. And it's really very different from a basic nine to five job because we all sleep on a tour bus. You have to travel with people you get along with because you are in such a small space. (laughs) Absolutely. So you don't get a chance really to get lonely because you've got so many friends and and band members around you. So you're kind of together a lot. Right, right. Um, You know, missing kind of will hit a person in waves. If you're busy, it goes a little better. There was a cute guy that flirted with me and that's all it took. I started going to church because this guy was going to church. He was in the youth choir. He was going to Bible studies. So I started doing all those things when I was 15 years old back in the 80s. And I was singing in the youth choir and decided to go on the youth choir tour with Broadmoor Baptist Church in Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm on the bus and we are traveling from state to state singing the choir musical. While I'm on the bus... Somebody gives me an Amy Grant cassette. I can still see the cassette. It was white. It had a stoplight on it and the words straight ahead. And in my Walkman, I started listening to this cassette and there was a particular song called Jehovah. 
and Jehovah, I love you so. And Jesus, I want you to know all you've done for me to set me free. I'll never let you go. That song. I listened to it over and over and over again as a 15-year-old girl who was confused about life and about God, unsure, uncertain about so many things. And through the process of time, that song became like an anthem to my soul. And it was April 1985 on a Sunday night while sitting in the youth choir that I opened my heart to Jesus as my Jehovah. And he has never let me go. Amy Grant And that song played a part in me coming to the point in my life where I said yes to Jesus. And Jehovah, I love you so. And Jesus, I want you to know. All you've done for me to set me free. So good. Thank you, Amy. I really appreciate you joining me today on I Love That Song. All right, Keith, I'm going to go kiss my husband. (laughs) Thank you, Amy. (laughs) Hey, I want to thank Amy Grant for being a part of our podcast today. I Love That Song is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. Thanks for listening to I Love That Song. I'm Keith Stevens. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song. I love that song.